0: we unleashed hellfire so the phoenix started burning everybody was yearning for the more hellfire i started you you don't know how long i I went down a rabbit hole of because i heard the beginning of the song Mm -hmm. right we didn't start the fire that start of the refrain the the start of the beginning ends with marilyn monroe and i was like well i could make it aurora monroe and then i started like backfill what x-men names can i
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I went down a dark hole.
1: Well, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed, but... Were you disappointed? I really... You know, when you you started with We Didn't Start the Fire, I was expecting, like, you know,
0: all the things. Yeah, I know. I... I... I tried to keep the songs going and it's just, it's you're too doing, high. You're
1: it, doing a great job too, with the songs, high. okay? It's too high, it's too high. You're doing fantastic. I just, you, you set the bar very high for yourself. I know, yourself.
0: I know, I can't keep it up.
1: I'm not, I'm sorry, I love you, great job. So we're talking about Dark Phoenix today?
0: We are, because the, what, the other day when I said oh well uh, (laughs) because because
1: you were gonna have me help right yeah with the song
0: and then because i was like i initially thought oh it's getting hot in here the hellfire
1: club doesn't wear any clothes and i said oh the hellfire club's involved (laughs) and you said maybe i shouldn't ask you to help welcome to the ex-wife podcast i'm alicia and
0: i'm justin
1: Justin is a fantastic songwriter, and I apologize for my lack of enthusiasm. So let me set it straight. Fantastic work.
0: Well, now I'm looking at the full lyrics, and I'm like, wow, I I really could have dove in. Doris Day could have easily been Jean Grey.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, Red China. What could that be? Right? Isn't that how it starts? Harry
0: Truman, Doris Day, Red Red China, China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio.
1: Walter Winchell. That's what the words are. Yes. South Pacific, altruistic. That's what I always said in my head.
0: Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Baker Television, Television, North Korea, South, South Korea, 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 Korea Aurora, Aurora, Monroe.
1: You know, a hey, project for another day. There you day. go.
0: You know, it's, it's the mixtape is not releasing with the episode.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right, so so we've got Phoenix under our belt.
0: We've got Phoenix under our belt. We took a little, a little Hellfire Gala jaunt around last week
1: we still got we still got one more hellfire to go right this week of the hellfire gal oh i meant meant
0: the interview i meant the interview with mateo it's it's really just been all hellfire all month long
1: as it should be as
0: it should be it's the summer it's here
1: as it should be okay so and i think
0: i think you know that's kind of in line with what the series is that you have what phoenix saga ends at issue 108 for those keeping track of the numbers. I'm
1: like, yes, okay, take your word for that.
0: Dark Phoenix doesn't start until 129, 128? No, so, 129.
1: So what happens in those 21 issues?
0: Well, I'll tell you a brief little recap.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So so
0: at the end of 1, 108, what happened? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> well, Gene was living in an apartment with Misty Knight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's okay yep that's true
1: <laughs> and she is the power of the phoenix she woke up from the hospital I don't oh really- that's
0: like that's like you're going way back I'm, I'm talking like the end of the phoenix saga what happened like the the big battle on and then they got sucked into them crown crystal
1: yeah and She's- all their powers unite captain planet <laughs>
0: there you go that's good yeah <laughs> so she gene gene with the awesome power of the phoenix held together the universe
1: yes yes she did it. She sent them in, and she was on the outside or something. I, I'm yep. doing yeah, a really yeah, bad no. job of re-explaining.
0: You know, it's you're spot on. It's so good. Just, so there's a, yeah. a handful of random stories that happen in the beginning, and then like this. So I'll tell you, 109. We're introduced to Weapon Alpha, and he's looking for Wolverine.
1: Oh snap!
0: I bring him back to the Canadian government. A couple other things happen. The thing to call out they fight magneto again
1: oh what in issues how how is this possible magneto Magneto is a villain and they fight him again
0: and at the end of issue 113 they're separated the team oh no gene gray phoenix and hank mccoy beast on one side and then the rest of the team trapped underneath the molten lava volcano of magneto's base
1: Oh, no. And they
0: burrow into the Savage Land. Oh. 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 Each side of the team thinks that the other one is dead. And this goes on for an extremely long time where they just think the other side's dead. Jean basically quits the team. She goes on with her life. She moves to Muir Island. She's like,
1: eh. Her and Misty start a small business. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) going to do a whole headcanon series about Fire Misty and Jean. Phoenix Knights. <laughs> Phoenix Knights. Uh, okay, so that happens. So that happens, and then we
0: get the Shadow King introduced in issue oh, 117. The Shadow King. There's a flashback story where Xavier first meets Aurora Monroe on the streets of Cairo.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yes. Wolverine meets and falls in love with Mariko Yashida.
1: Oh, is that?
0: In 118.
1: That's in, she's in one of the movies,
0: isn't she? She is in The Wolverine, the second movie.
1: The Wolverine.
0: But this is when it's also revealed that Wolverine speaks fluent Japanese.
1: Who knew? And
0: I don't know, you know, multiple layers of mystery I to I mean, this. he's been
1: around for a long time, right? We don't so know that yet.
0: But yeah, he has.
1: Anything's possible.
0: In issue 120, Alpha Flight debuts and they bring back Weapon Alpha, but he's now going by the name Vindicator.
1: Oh, what up, Canada? And
0: they're coming back. They they're trying to they're taking back Wolverine.
1: Canada wants Wolverine back.
0: Now, issue 122 is something of specific note.
1: Oh, okay. I'll never remember that, but let's get it.
0: This is the first time that Jean Grey walking Gary's the boxes. streets in the town of Starnaway. And she bumps into a mysterious stranger. A
1: mysterious stranger with mutton chops.
0: I'm Jason Wingard. Mm,
1: yes, as Miss you seem to be. Gray, Jean Grey. Trying to lure her to the hellfire club. Oh no 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 not not yet. This oh, is just No a, no.
0: This is just a first encounter, a chance encounter with Miss Jean Grey. Oh. But it leaves an impression. She can't stop thinking about him. Jason Wingard's watching a sail. There's something about him, a sense of déjà vu, as if we'd met before. Ah, yes, she's attracted to me. And why not, when in so many ways I'm the man of her dreams? Soon she will love me, and then she will belong, mind and body and soul, to the Hellfire Club. And soul? Now look at this, this panel where you see Jason Wingard and his mutton-choppy face, but in the shadow you see his actual form what maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe that's not as clear right there
1: i'm like his actual form that looks like his shadow i don't know what you mean
0: well we'll learn later on hey on oh, the bottom okay. of this page on the bottom hey, of this page, we have cyclops with his kind of girlfriend now colleen wing what you remember colleen wing from iron fist
1: I do now. What you said, Iron Fist. <laughs> but at first, I was like, I remember Colleen Wing. Really, a... she's not Asian in this picture. Nope, nope. She's Asian in Iron Fist. Yep, yep. So maybe that's why. So they're kind of dating, but not right really,
0: because uh, Scott's awkward and he doesn't really want to.
1: He's still in love with Jean.
0: Of course, always
1: Jean.
0: Something interesting to know about this issue. The Claremont Run Mm -hmm. did a video on this issue and the number of narrative threads that it's juggling just in this one single issue. How many? I I don't have a a full count, but some of them I I did. Watch their video. Yeah, watch their video on the Claremont Run's YouTube. But Storm has a visit to Harlem. Colossus's loss of confidence. This Cyclops versus Wolverine narrative. Cyclops and Colleen Wing, his, his... Love story. Jean Grey moving on as she's creating a new life for herself on Muir Island. The Proteus saga is furthered a little bit here before it gets started. The Proteus saga.
1: The Proteus saga. Do
0: you remember in issue 104 when Mutant X was released? But that's a story for another day.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That's Proteus.
1: Proteus.
0: Do you know who Proteus is?
1: Moira's son?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Ding, 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 ding. She's smiling. Ooh, She's ooh, all ooh. smiles. We have an update on Professor X in space because seeing as the X-Men have died, there's nothing for him here. He's gone Bye. to space to live with his space bird girlfriend.
1: Bye, Charles. See you never.
0: Wolverine and Mariko have a advancement of their story. Black Tom and Juggernaut versus the X-Men. Arcade versus the X-Men at the end. So many different weaving threads. Check out the video.
1: Check it out. Check, check, check it out.
0: So this is issue 122. Okay. In issue 125.
1: Oh, we skipped a couple, but that's okay.
0: We meet back up.
1: We meet back up.
0: With Mr. Wingard. On
1: the beach. Is that him on the beach?
0: That is him in another form.
1: In another form?
0: You don't know it, my dear. But I've been by your side ever since you left the safety of Xavier's mansion. First on your flight to Europe, in the guise of a roly-poly priest.
1: (laughs) A roly-poly priest. Pardon
0: me for praying, miss. (laughs) Pry. Not praying. (laughs) Pardon me for praying, miss, but is anything the matter? So he's he's making these connection points with her. He's making this relationship this trust of him grow in her subconscious
1: trickster wait go back what's this what's this thing on the bottom where we're showing like the fashions of gene
0: and as easily as i mold this mental image of you from the day you first met the x-men to your original marvel girl garb to the older wiser marvel girl (laughs) you know maybe marvel woman
1: Good. Could be.
0: To Phoenix, and finally to the Black Queen.
1: <gasps> Ooh, that so Black
0: So shall I mold you, Jean Grey, until the day the Hellfire Club claims you for its own. Ooh. And as this is going, she's entranced in the mirror. She's lost herself in it.
1: Who's this green hair girl? Is this Polaris?
0: It is. Her and Alex Havoc are also living on Mirror Island.
1: Ah, oh, so they're friends.
0: They've all just kind of, you know, the X-Men are done. Xavier's in space, and... They're trying to do something else with their lives.
1: Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. This bottom panel on this page where she's literally changing the clothes that she's in. Yes. As she goes. That's her using her powers just to flex how awesome her powers are.
1: Okay, Jean. Pick some better outfits.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We do get an update later on in this issue. Moira tiring away, trying to figure out Phoenix's range of powers. It seems... Some sort of instinctive psychic circuit breaker must have engaged, cutting Jean's power back from its cosmic peak to something she could cope with. But the power still exists within her.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: Xavier on the space station, trying to find more about what happened with Jean Grey in that event at the end of the Phoenix Saga.
1: You'll never know, Charles. You'll never know. You weren't there we got a
0: couple more pages just building the interest in not only the fact that she is now slipping in time because of the manipulations of Jason Wingard.
1: Now she's back in the Victorian era wearing a puffy dress.
0: She believes with it's ruffles. 200 years in the past.
1: Oh no, Gene. And multiple men was there.
0: But that is actually a dupe of multiple men a taken dupe? over by Proteus. Oh
1: my goodness gravy. Do you know
0: how Proteus' powers work?
1: Not a clue. He
0: burns through.
1: Oh the yeah, body, bodies.
0: The body of the person oh, that he yeah. inhabits, extinguishing their soul as he so does. So
1: messed up.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's just how his power works. He's it's still it. messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice that they fixed it now on Krakoa. Yes. Kind of. That's great. He just burns through random husks of Xavier.
1: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> just pick someone better. And again, like seriously though, like if you could pick like anybody to just continuously have Magneto, like, why would it be Xavier? Why would it be Xavier? I don't know. That's odd. I just would pick someone better.
0: <laughs> You're really taking shots at Xavier's body.
1: I just what I—he's not even that attractive.
0: You know, but Proteus is all purpley and whatnot.
1: So it doesn't matter what body's in cuz he still looks purple.
0: Right, and he's going to burn through it anyway. Hey, anyway, look at <laughs> look at Phoenix. She's flying, but then all of a sudden from binoculars, she's caught and brought back in time
1: to a derby.
0: And all this is happening as the Proteus saga is kicking off. The team fights and defeats Proteus. And we get our first issue, Save Us from the Knights of Hellfire, issue 129. So, I did any any questions so far? We're now at the start. We kind of have a general idea of what happened in between those issues. They had all these missions, two teams separated. and
1: It's a wash of something.
0: <laughs> Jean's moved on with her life.
1: Jean's and- moving on up. They're living on the island. Moira's freaking out. Charles is partying in space. And Proteus is burning through bodies while Jean travels through time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Recapped.
0: Now, in this issue, we get first appearances of some very important characters. Ooh! One might say that Marauders would never be possible without this issue. Emma Frost? What do you know about the Hellfire Club?
1: What I know about the Hellfire Club? Well, I used to think it was all just mutants. Then, some issue somewhere along the line, somewhere where something was happening, I learned that it was like actually a club and mutants were just involved in it and all i really know is that it's kind of like a mafia type seedy underbelly club that's like strippers and sex <laughs> on the outside and dark black market business on the inside and there's kings and queens kings and queens yeah so i and think- knights and rooks and yeah. bishops and things
0: Um, I think you're mixing a little bit with the Hellfire Trading Company and and Marauders and kind of like the black market dealings. They are certainly uh, like a a posh high society club, but their secret agenda is to essentially be the Illuminati, not the Marvel Illuminati, but the Illuminati at Illuminati and control the world from the shadows.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like black market dealings still, though. It's like, well, it's, it's definitely like mafia vibes. Yeah. Big boss energy big boss energy
0: indeed <laughs> so within the hellfire club an inner circle formed unbeknownst to the lord imperial the leader of the club who is a human i believe so yes Ha ha. it was inspired by the 1960s show the avengers the event no not those avengers
1: what <laughs> so not a real show but a show in the universe of the comics inspired the inner no. circle forming no. or a show in the real world <laughs> called the avengers which is not the real avengers inspired the hellfire the quote. second one is okay. a
0: 1960s show called the avengers it was a british tv spy show initially trying to capture the success of the james bond franchise gotcha and there's a secret society group that the main characters infiltrate
1: okay so shall we yes. dive in a page turn noise
0: the first couple of pages, we're just wrapping up the Proteus saga. You know, everybody's saying their goodbyes. And Enough. Banshee's not going to go with them. Sorry. Banshee's, he's actually injured his vocal cords a few times.
1: Does he have nodes? Maybe. <laughs> I have nodes. No.
0: He's leaving the team and he's staying.
1: <laughs> he's leaving the
0: team and he's staying with Moira on Muir Island.
1: Everybody's going to Mirror Island.
0: Well so no, they're on Is this
1: when he him and Moira fall in love?
0: Essentially, yeah. I mean they've been they've been flirting for a while. Uh-huh. But they're all on Mirror Island right now. That's where the proteus saga takes place.
1: So okay.
0: now they're basically splitting off.
1: And he's like, nah, I'm gonna stay.
0: I'm gonna stay. And then Cyclops tries a couple more times to recruit an X-Men to fill in their ranks. Multiple men wants nothing to do with it.
1: Everyone's like, Cyclops, chill, X-Men's done.
0: Alex and Lorna, they just want to have a normal life. And so they just go home. You know, they they fly home on their jet. Bye. As they're flying home, they pass over a jet with a logo.
1: Oh, a logo. Of
0: the Hellfire Club.
1: A Hellfire Club logo.
0: And within it, Jason Wingard.
1: Jason.
0: The more he makes contact with Jean, the more power he seems to have over her. (gasps) Here, able to take complete control and transport her to this throwback vision from a far greater distance than from before.
1: Oh, uh-oh. He's in love with her.
0: She's slipped back in time by nearly 200 years, fully engulfed in his mental illusion, believing oh, no. it is her reality.
1: Oh, this, he pretends they're married.
0: Not yet, but he, he pretends that they're in love, yes.
1: We've talked about this a before.
0: Yeah, well, and then this is also very true to the animated series.
1: Uh, that's where it is. Yep. That's the one.
0: And she's fighting it. And initially, I think it's kind of interesting, she thought it was because of Proteus's reality warping power. Like, she wasn't aware of where else it was coming from. But the fact that they have defeated Proteus, he's, he's no longer in the How picture. How could this be happening? How can this be happening? Right. Scott is able to pull her out, though. Their connection and psychic rapport, he pulls her from this deep illusion. And they have a nice moment as they're traveling back to the mansion. But on their way, they find... There's an intruder in the mansion.
1: Intruder alert. Intruder alert. It's Charles Xavier. I uh, Get out of here.
0: Back from space with his bird girlfriend.
1: Aye, 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 Charles.
0: And he says that he just, you know, he wants to run some tests on Jean Grey. But she caught a stray thought. I'm the reason he returned to the school. He's worried about my ability to control Phoenix's power. I think this is a funny little interlude as Wolverine storms off from the danger room. And Xavier's trying to tell him that, Scott, notify Wolverine that his childish outbursts will cost him 10 demerits.
1: Who cares? What What do your demerits do? (laughs) That's on the next page. Buzz off, bub.
0: It's like 10 or 10,000, professor. I doubt they'll mean anything to him. (laughs) Wolverine's a grown man with years of experience and training. Damn straight. And he's trying to tell him, he's like, you know, Wolverine doesn't care about no damn demerits cyclops tries to reason with xavier about the fact that they're all adults they don't care you can't lead them the same way we're
1: not children anymore charles
0: right and and so he's been off in space you know he he thinks that he can pick up in the same way
1: yeah you can't just you can't just go to space not to be, be my with dad your girlfriend
0: and then come back and try to be my dad in the same way
1: it's just go away
0: go away you're not my real dad Corsair is. i just don't know it
1: i'm fine without you
0: and he gets so mad this is probably in the beginning xavier is like snaps all the time he snaps so many times during the phoenix saga he literally looks at scott quiet you're correct i have been remiss in my duties i have not taught the new x-men in part because i trusted you to take care of that responsibility that lapse will be speedily rectified oh
1: oh you devil
0: and as they're having their tit for tat cerebro scanner indicates two new
1: mutants Two new mutants. Two new mutants. Hey.
0: (laughs) Both manifesting abilities unknown to its memory banks and both potentially quite powerful.
1: Oh, really? Which I think
0: is cool to an idea of the fact that Cerebro has memory banks of, you know, who else it's had encounters with. Mm -hmm. So they split up. Half the team is going to go.
1: They got to stop doing this. No,
0: no, no. no. This is intentional this time. (laughs) Half the team is, you know, like in (laughs) Scooby-Doo, like, we'll split up, gang.
1: Or The Walking Dead, and then they're going to be split up for years, and they'll never find each other. Carl. 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 Okay, sorry.
0: So, one team of Wolverine, Storm, Colossus, (laughs) and Xavier (laughs) go to Chicago. Okay. While Phoenix, Cyclops, and Nightcrawler go to New York. Okay. They don't know anything about these mutants
1: so one is in Chicago and one is in New except York except for the
0: fact that you know general where
1: whereabouts are. and that they're powerful mutants that Bro has I know, never before see? I
0: never heard about these guys before but a twist a twist watching from another screen
1: oh this guy loves his screens where does his where does he get this surveillance footage wasn't he watching all the new mutants constantly
0: uh that was a different guy that will actually meet for his first appearance in another issue
1: that wasn't him
0: that was not jason wingard that was pierce
1: ah they're the same but they're different, they're very but, they're different. The same. <laughs> but they're the same they both wearing purple jackets and roughly sleeves
0: yeah, I mean, they're both Hellfire men. And
1: they're pretty sure they both have mutton chops and brown hair.
0: He, uh, Pierce does not have mutton chops.
1: All right, fine.
0: Don- Donald Pierce and Donald, Jason Lungard.
1: Donald.
0: Also, Donald Pierce is a cyborg, which...
1: Ah, yes, okay, whatever. They're different. But where they get these screens?
0: Well, so this actually has a, a side. For those of you who wondered who sicked Warhawk on the Merry Mutants back in X-Men 110 and why, well, now you know. It's because he was planting a bugging system of their, of their cerebro unit so they could watch and get all the information they need, not only of mutants they find, but the X-Men themselves.
1: The X-Men themselves. I see Emma.
0: Yes, you do, they said. Yet the X-Men are still here. They are dangerous. So are we, Wingard. As the X-Men will soon discover, won't they, my dear white queen? As you say Shaw. Blech, blech. Who's just in the shadows right now, right? In you the see shadows. You don't see him at all.
1: Emma. This Emma, is Emma's first appearance. Emma, Emma, get it, get it, Emma, Emma, Frost. New song. Remix it. Emma, Emma, get it, get it, Emma, Emma. Frost. Don't shake the table. In the middle of my song, you're gonna say don't shake the table. It's gonna read you're gonna
0: hear the, the shaking chords in the recording.
1: I'm not singing it again. Sing it again. No, I don't even remember how it went.
0: Emma, 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 Emma,
1: Emma, 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 get it, get it, Emma, Emma, Frost.
0: Yeah, all right. On the next page, our first appearance in this issue, making this the Marauders' prelude you never knew it was, (gasps) Miss Catherine Pride. Catherine Pride. 13 and a half years old, living in Chicago.
1: Wait, this is her first appearance too? Yes. Oh, That's snap. what I'm saying.
0: She comes home from school with a headache, and Miss Frost is there, talking with her parents. What? Trying to recruit her to her school, the Massachusetts no. Academy.
1: Stop it! I will not. I did not know this. For some reason, I thought like Days of Future Past was like the beginning of Kitty. Yep. Oh, apparently.
0: (laughs) I mean, Days of Future Past, that's when she's on the team. She's like officially on the team, right? She's introduced in this arc. She doesn't actually join the team until...
1: My mind is blown.
0: Issue 140, she's dropped off at Xavier's school in the same way that Jean Grey was in issue one.
1: Interesting.
0: But that's a tale for another day. Miss Frost leaves their home as Xavier and his students arrive.
1: So, wait kitty's in new york
0: kitty's in chicago
1: and emma is in new york
0: emma is in chicago
1: yeah but who's in new york
0: we're not this is this is one side of the story
1: so emma's the powerful mutant and kitty just happens to also be around no
0: kitty is the mutant kitty is the new mutant
1: so emma even though this is emma's first appearance cerebro has encountered emma before
0: no so cerebro doesn't know about emma Cerebro is not like Emma is a telepath. She's either blocking Cerebro, or the fact that they're in the Hellfire Club, they have protection of the. All right. Well, forgive
1: me because you said Cerebro detected two new mutants, and then we get to Chicago, and there's two new mutants. So I, you can understand why I might be confused.
0: Well, one was in Chicago, and one was in New York.
1: I know that's why I was trying to figure out if Emma somehow transported herself to another place.
0: No, she's the bad guy. She can't be detected.
1: Okay. So Kitty. Is in Chicago. So who is in? You're not gonna find out. This issue. (laughs) Okay, my bad, my bad. So Emma leaves. Emma leaves. Xavier comes. The other people show up.
0: Yep, these people are weird. That guy pushing the wheelchair is so huge. Kind of neat looking though.
1: Oh no, no, don't start with this relationship. First eyes, first uh, first time I see each other. He's off limits. No, he's no, he's He's definitely, he's definitely
0: not. So they, uh, the dad says, hey, why don't you go
1: with the students to the malt shop? Go get yourself a frap." Yeah. With Storm. Eat ice creams together. Look oh, how happy this, they are.
0: Yeah. Well, so she's, Storm tells Kitty that they're the X-Men.
1: Oh, we're the X-Men.
0: She's so excited Secret's because... Secrets out. You know, even Storm says, so much energy and life and joy. If not for an accident of war, I might have been like this at Kitty's age. Instead, I was walking alone across the Sudan. I hadn't yet learned I could soar in the winds. In that desert, I almost died. Which is <laughs> like, you know.
1: That's a lot of, yeah, a that's lot of, heavy. A lot of
0: introspection over ice cream with a new 13 and a half year old friend.
1: Just imagine. Ambush. Oh, scratch.
0: What the flaming.
1: Hey, who's that guy?
0: These robots are conditioned to fight against the particular X-Men that they're matched against.
1: Mm, there it is. Has- Sentinel vibes.
0: They're invulnerable to their powers.
1: How do they know which X-Men are going to be where? Or does it just mean like, okay, I'm fighting you and now magically I don't... I'm resistant to your powers.
0: So the Hellfire Club... Yes. ...knows what Xavier and Cyclops were talking about and what their plans were. Okay. And so they sent to ambush the people that went to Chicago. And Emma went... To Chicago before them to get ahead of them to mm-hmm. make first contact so that's how they know these three mutants are the ones that they're gonna encounter got it so these robots they're perfectly matched to each x-men so what Dangerous. the team does they swap opponents
1: well obviously which i think if you have the power to
0: outfit someone to be resistant to one mutant power
1: yeah just do it for all of them why
0: don't just tech up all three right that's right you're gonna fight the x-men like, like how
1: do you think they're not gonna figure that out oh wait this one i can't fight this one and you can't fight that one let's switch
0: yeah they're they're superheroes and
1: also when do they ever fight and just do one-on-one like, on one. one-on-one like what's that called in like sports like i think it's in like soccer where there's like man on defense or something yeah, like man you're defense. Assigned one person you gotta run a I zone mean, that's it
0: you gotta run a zone d
1: you gotta run the zone okay but they ne- but they always do they're never like okay no 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 you don't come near me. You're not my guy to fight. I took out my guy. You know what? But you're on your own because it's not my guy to fight. No, they help each other. They switch it up.
0: That's what a team does. Tactical. But they do. They take down the three robot guys. They are guys in these suits. Ah. But it doesn't matter. Uh-oh. Telepathic attack takes them all down. Emma. Emma. And she's kind of ruthless at the bottom of this, where the Hellfire Goon is like, hey, what about the armored units? We left them inside. And oh, don't worry about them, Cutler. She kills them.
1: Emma. She
0: explodes the malt shop and kills them.
1: Everyone's expendable. Everyone can be replaced. She's basically
0: like, I hired the best people and they didn't do what I hired them for. So they're dead now.
1: Well, Emma. Emma Frost.
0: They search the X-Men for anything that they might have. Carefully remove wait. anything that might be used as a weapon or a sh- signaling device. What?
1: Nothing. I was going to say, wait, they beat the robots, but duh, Emma then took them out so Telepathic clearly. Attack, yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're wondering, oh, what about what about the the Pride girl? She escaped in the confusion, but it looks like second. She's in the wall. One of the first few times we've seen her use it three times this issue. This is the last of actually consciously using it thinking and going through a wall and as she was she
1: sneaks. like hey that lady came to my house earlier and talked to me and I thought she was nice but now she just took down my other ice cream friends oh
0: she did not think she was nice she was creep creeped out she was, was creeped out by evil her. ice queen
1: ice queen yes she is and also wait go back look at that's another beautiful hint look at her outfit she's wearing a red vest and white stripes <laughs> if I don't if that doesn't scream pirate to me I don't know what does Arr. Putting things together that weren't there before, but they're now in my head, so I'm making them true. Headcanon. Prepare
0: to be dazzled. Ooh,
1: Dazzler.
0: Not only by the character herself, but by the narrative brilliance of Chris Claremont, Ooh. making her fit into this story. So, tell you a quick little note about Dazzler. She was created because they wanted to tie it into record sales so they they basically wanted to have the record label wanted to have a character that they could tie music to and then have like a disco adventure character
1: ridiculous ridiculous right so does can i go buy a dazzler album
0: i don't they never made it
1: what do you mean they never made it so
0: casablanca records yes They were going to create, they wanted to create an adventure character called Disco Queen. Okay. And they would produce a record by a singer who would take on that persona.
1: Oh, so Disco Queen would be in the real world. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. And there was no follow through on this?
0: Well, so they designed the character. John Mm -hmm. Romita Jr. was assigned to design the character. I checked this out from Marvel Comics, The Untold Story by Sean Howe. Mm -hmm. And he mentions about... John Romita's son, John Jr., frequented disco clubs. He was given the task of designing the character, which was renamed Disco Dazzler. Ah. And all I thought of was Grace Jones, a very statuesque, international-looking model with short hair, blue makeup, and a mask pattern, not unlike that sported by members of Kiss, was added to her face. So, oh. Casablanca Records also represented Kiss. And they were going to make a movie with... And it just... It changed a bunch of times So they initially They were thinking about This
1: is highly upsetting That none of this happened <laughs> Yeah,
0: right They said, let's do a character That's a nightclub girl And a dancer And a disco queen Said Ramita Jr. And all I thought of Was Grace Jones This is Grace Jones I don't know if you oh, know who that is
1: No, I don't Grace Jones is a Jamaican American model, singer, songwriter, record producer, and actress. In 1999, Jones ranked 82nd on VH1's Hot 100. Greatest women of rock and roll. And in 2008, she was honored with a Q Idol Award. Jones influenced the cross dressing movement of the 1980s and has been an inspiration for artists including Annie Lennox, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Solange, Lord, Rosen Murphy, Brazilian Girls, Nile Rogers, Santi Gold, and Basement Jacks. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. For, in 2016, I, so. Billboard ranked her as the 40th greatest club dance artist of all time. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I guess so. According to this book, as they were in a, a committee of employees and the record company, and then apparently Bo derrick expressed interest in playing the character Bo on Oh Derek on screen, right? That's Bo derrick. Yeah. And by that point, Ramita and quote Ramita Junior's long-legged black roller skater had transformed into a white girl named Allison with aspirations of pop stardom. Yikes! Right, and and then it just also at that same time, disco was dying.
1: Oh, disco. Right. So by the
0: time they actually got things together, but, you know, Marvel still wanted to do something with it, and it was mandated now to this character needed to be introduced. There was a Dazzler series.
1: Wow. That's really right sad the, to hear.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, I did pull up a picture of the character design.
1: Oh, the original character design? Yep. Dope. Oh, yes man oh man dazzler right so well dang
0: the other team show up in new york at a seedy nightclub Ooh, but there's more spies as the team arrives they're tracking the mutant that had registered on cerebro but they're being tracked themselves
1: tracks on tracks on tracks
0: they have all this footage of how their powers work too.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. Where does the Hellfire Gala? I mean, where does the Hellfire Club get their data?
0: So they're embedded in Cerebro. That was the the point from like when their first appearance on like in the club, they had something installed into Cerebro so that they could be seeing everything that Cerebro was picking up.
1: Oh, that's
0: why they know everything about the X Men and their powers. That's why they know where kitty was and now where Dazzler is mm. so they get to this place and they fan out they're gonna search Cyclops has a little portable cerebro watch okay they don't know like who they're looking for they just know hey it's gonna it's gonna go off once we find this person beep, 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 beep. yeah basically they're planning in the inner circle we actually see oh, Shaw's face oh Shaw,
1: you dirty dirty butthole
0: Checks in with Emma as she has captured the other team.
1: Ha ha ha! Look at them. They're in cages.
0: The cages are sapping their powers and disorienting them. And Xavier on this bed right here.
1: He's on a table. He's strapped down.
0: Xavier's under electro sleep sedation, while the inhibitor fields built into the cages keep the others from using their powers. The Hellfire Club's winning.
1: This is giving me. Oh, what was it? Uh, um striker yeah vibes I mean this is before that right but it's like the same kind of
0: crazy amount of technology (laughs) whatever they need to take down the good guys comics but kitty to the rescue kind of
1: hey kitty's popping through the wall
0: even she said I did it again I thought real hard and I walked right through that wall like it wasn't even there it gets easier each time I do it too okay I have snuck my way into here what the heck do I do now good question kitty she tries to free aurora but she's spotted oh no they chase after i mean
1: kitty like you're not invisible girl like you you went through a wall yes but like you just walked out into the middle of the room and just went right up to the cage thinking they were looking at the
0: screen nobody's gonna see me why are they looking back at me everybody's in cages what are we doing (laughs) but they chase after her as she dives through the floor bye Back in New York in the nightclub. Jason Wingard is there. Excuse me, miss. I was right. It is you. Hello again. Do you remember me? I'm Jason Wingard. We met in Stornoway. Oh, yes, I. Their eyes meet. And suddenly reality changes around Jean. And she completely gives into to it.
1: She getting married. They
0: do. They get married. A marriage and a reveal of Jean Grey, our black queen. Long may she reign
1: oh and then they're making out the kiss but then and the face, shock that brings
0: like, them back to the present
1: she's like wait a second we're married i love you wait why are you kissing me
0: and scott he's like who, what, what the heck I, I told you to search for this mutant
1: how dare you
0: he's not having any of it he's like what the heck I, I don't i've never seen her act like this it was as if she wasn't Jean at all only someone who looked like her
1: and, and then, then dazzler dazzler's first appearance That's a pretty dope first appearance shot. Right? That's a killer jumpsuit. Uh Uh-oh, Scott's watch is going off.
0: But outside, as Nightcrawler's waiting, there's another attack of fancy robots. No! Nightcrawler's been dealing with them, while two more jump through the ceiling for Phoenix and Cyclops. (sniffs) This point right here is, quickly and easily, Gene transforms their costumes from the molecules of their street clothes
1: fascinating
0: and she and even scott's like she transformed my street clothes into my costume just like that i'm beginning to wonder if there's any limit to phoenix's power no
1: none none.
0: so they're all sorts of prepared for scott and Jean, but apparently not for dazzler as she takes them by surprise
1: she's like don't you interrupt my show dang it I pay good money to be here
0: another switcheroo it's like they learned from the other team
1: Or they're just smart.
0: (laughs) Or they're just good superheroes. (laughs) I think this conversation with Dazzler is hilarious. Have you ever wondered where your light powers come from? Nope. (laughs) You're a mutant, Dazzler. You have powers and abilities that set you apart from the rest of humanity. As you've just seen, there are people who will stop at nothing to capture or kill you. Are you serious? Look around, Dazzler. You tell me. As they run off. (laughs) And as they drive away, there in the distance, a man and a shadow.
1: of his his actual self that looks exactly like him i don't know what i still don't know
0: the hair is different there's no there's there's limited mutton chops
1: how could you see mutton chops in a shadow
0: you can't they're not there
1: (laughs) because they're not because because okay i shall wait for the reveal
0: you don't know who jason wingard is
1: mastermind
0: oh snap you do know
1: but I don't know he looks different than Mutton Chop Face. I know this cover.
0: Issue 131. Epic Madness. You know this cover because this was one of the, the looks of the White Queen that we did on that post. This is basically the cocaine look.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you seen the meme going around? No. It was like, uh bring Coke to the party. And it's the triangle of Gene Scott and Emma. Emma shows up with cocaine. James shows up with Coca Cola. Scott shows up with Pepsi.
1: Freaking Scott. That's funny. It is funny, but it's Pepsi's not Coke.
0: We pick back up with Kitty Pride as she's running away from the Hellfire Club goons. Oh, no. I love this shot.
1: That's really cool.
0: I do want to do, we didn't do a artistic credit, but Claremont, John Byrne, and Terry Austin credited as production. Claremont and Byrne are co plotting.
1: Nice. Tom Orzechowski
0: as letter, Glennis Ween as colorist, names that you probably recognize from other times we've done the Claremont run issues. Yes. I just love shots like this, the layered look of all these heads and madness about.
1: Yes. It's a nice layout. I agree.
0: So people are starting to question like the amount of power that Phoenix has as she stops the car that's chasing Kitty and destroys it with her telekinesis.
1: Mm. Don't question her. You'll make her angry.
0: They catch up with Kitty. And mind scan the goon to find out about the Hellfire Club and Ooh. all the
1: details. Ooh. But Jason's still in her head.
0: There's connections between Jason and the Hellfire Club, especially having just met with modern Jason and it's throwing Phoenix off. Uh oh. They have a plan to go to Frost Enterprises.
1: Ooh, Frost has her own enterprise.
0: I'm not sure what she does there. Like, we don't really talk about what her industries are. She also has a school.
1: Don't ask questions. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious.
0: While they're there, Kitty sneaks in and frees Wolverine, but is caught.
1: Look how hairy he is. He's
0: hairy all over.
1: He's so hairy. Oh no.
0: The car was just a distraction as they blast through. Oh no. Cyclops is freaking out about the power that Phoenix is displaying. How she reassembled the car that she destroyed. So using her TK, she destroyed the car, and then she put it back together.
1: Using her TK? Telekinesis. Yeah, since when do we call it TK?
0: Since all the time.
1: Oh, excuse me. I can't get over how easily
0: Jean reassembled the car with her TK powers.
1: Oh, it's actually in the comics. (laughs) Oh, righty then.
0: But also, she puppeted the goon. And, and made him speak and talk while they were in the car. Like he was driving the car. She was controlling him.
1: Well, maybe Scott should just chill, chill, chill and let Jean flex her powers.
0: But he's scared, rightfully so. Nah. As she's getting even more and more. <laughs> I know the full story. He should be scared.
1: Don't be scared. Don't be scared.
0: There's a start to their telepathic standoff as Jean, Jean comes up to Emma. Oh, Phoenix! And I do love this shot of Nightcrawler. Bamf. Yeah, punching three people in the back of the heads.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: The Firebird is overpowering Emma and destroys the building and takes her down.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, geez.
0: She is able to fire back briefly. Bird energy construct is draining my strength, my very life force. Only one chance must channel all remaining power into telepathic Cybolt. Yikes. Oh, the Phoenix wins. But they resolve it. Phoenix winning out. They head back to Kitty and her family. Xavier tries to recruit Dazzler to join the X-Men. I appreciate the offer, Prof, but world saving ain't my style.
1: Nah, I'm just gonna go sing my songs and sell a record, maybe.
0: I prefer the excitement I get on stage. Singing my heart out to the audiences that really dig me.
1: Get it, Dazzler. Get it, Dazzler. Get it, get it. Uh, oh, these... Kitty's-
0: Kitty's family flips out on them because they've been gone. Like the, um, because
1: you you said you were going to take my daughter to ice cream and, and then, then y'all disappeared.
0: The building was destroyed and you weren't there.
1: <laughs> yeah, the ice cream shop just kind of conveniently blew up and y'all have been missing all this time.
0: But the problem Rightfully is... so. Gene er- erases their memory of the whole encounter.
1: Gene, 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 that's some Professor X garbage. That's some BS.
0: And Scott is... is even more so worried about this. You
1: okay, know. this is something you are worried. You He's got a problem about.
0: with this ethically and he talks to Storm later on about his fear. They recognize the dark side within her that may consume her. It's almost as though someone is manipulating her. They are. And the maniacal shot of Jason Wingard in the background. Ha 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 ha. The last issue that we'll talk about today. Oh. Because I did split this in a part one, part two.
1: Oh. Snap. Oh, What's happening?
0: She's the last one. The Hellfire Club has defeated the X-Men.
1: Oh, no. Oh, is that Shaw?
0: That is Shaw without his shirt. What is he wearing? So the X-Men have gone to stay with Angel in New Mexico.
1: Okay. Look at that workout outfit.
0: Who this? Candy Southern. But also notice...
1: What is Jean making out with Angel? Jean
0: and Warren. They've always kind of been a thing in Warren's eyes, but this is starting to play into like just her doing whatever she wants.
1: Okay, Gene, you're then, gonna really make Cyclops cry.
0: I mean, he even says, uh, Warren's like, hmm, we, we keep this up, Gene, and we're liable to make Scott jealous. Keep it up, wings, and Scott is the least of your worries. Uh oh, you're in trouble now. Scott and Warren fly off because Scott has something to tell him. Xavier's just <laughs> wait, like, <"What?"> wait, wait.
1: <laughs> so, Warren comes in, he makes out with Gene. And then Scott's like, Warren, I got to talk to you. So Warren's like, okay, let me just pick you up by the armpits and fly you to a destination. Yep, basically. (laughs) Okay, amazing. There they go. Into the sunset.
0: And Xavier, first Scott disobeyed my instructions by bringing the X-Men here instead of our New York headquarters. And now he flies off with Angel without even a word of explanation. I do not understand why he's behaving so strangely. Because I he's, do not like it. He's
1: not your son, Xavier. He's been leading he the team on his own. He a freaking adult.
0: He's been doing the whole thing this entire time, This traveling the world.
1: Nobody has to tell you where they're going and what they're doing every second of every day, Charles.
0: Cyclops does a recap for Warren as we catch up to what's been going on.
1: All the things. He
0: tells him about they call themselves the Hellfire Club. Are you sure? I'm a member of the Hellfire Club. So is Candy. I inherited the membership along with Warlington Industries when my folks passed away. Uh-oh. It's an old, very stuffy, yet risque establishment club. Risque. They're talking about how much they know about the team. These people knew our powers, our plans, the way we fight, the way we think. And he's worried. It's as if that wasn't enough to worry about. Something odd has been happening to Jean lately. Someone mentioned my name. Immediately she appears.
1: Oh, Gene.
0: Warren takes a cue and flies away.
1: Bye, I gotta go. Oh my God. Don't you pull up those glasses?
0: Right. And so uh, another, it's at least a thread and potentially even a video that the Claremont Run did just analyzing the control that she's taking in this situation. Yeah. How this is really taking an idea of what this power is doing to her agency in this situation mm-hmm. and how she is basically taking control over it. She's calling the shots.
1: Well, Okay. I got a couple of things to say. Mm-hmm. Number one, they do like kind of an homage to this in the movie. The first the first Phoenix movie.
0: Oh, yeah. When he at the lake.
1: Because she's like, take no, take your things, your glasses off or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like at the I lake can and control then, it. Yeah. And then secondly, Gene, you just were just making out with Warren seconds ago that
0: was a that was a hello kiss
1: no 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 that's not how you say hello i mean i guess maybe for some people but that's not how i say hello and now she's like yeah scott take your glasses off let's do the dirty on this cliff i brought a blanket let's go
0: i'm telekinetically keeping your optic blasts in check i wanted to see your face that's all you have a good face
1: you have a good face i don't believe
0: it My eyes. How can Jean hold back all that power?
1: My special eyes.
0: Hush. No questions now, my love. No words. Just sex. This is our moment. Let's not waste it. I mean, that is basically, without saying it, saying that, hey, they consummated their love for the first time. I mean,
1: without saying it, but they said it in the pictures.
0: Yeah, they did. A week later, they start to hatch their plan.
1: That was so, like, they consummated. (laughs) What? So (laughs) so delicately said i'm over here like they did the dirty (laughs) you're like they consummated their relationship Like words i know
0: wolverine and nightcrawler make their way through the tunnels underneath the hellfire club Uh uh-oh he's got this strategy of cutting the wire housing wolverine with his claws knowing that once the water hits it it's going to short circuit all of the power in the club
1: is this coming up on the panels that you were saying the animated series is like shot for shot with Or is that something else? That's later. Oh.
0: The team checks in under false names.
1: (laughs) We're here to just hang out at the club with our friend Warren.
0: They infiltrate the building, but the Hellfire Club knows Shaw, all of you, the monitor screen. Look who's here. His name is Pierce. Oh. His companions are Shaw, Leland, and Wingard. Together they form... The nucleus of the Hellfire Club's inner circle. Oh, the
1: nucleus. A
0: secret society dedicated to the acquisition of power in all its myriad forms.
1: Uh-oh. Seems like this isn't going to go well.
0: Jason is told to play his hand on the phoenix.
1: Make her think you're married.
0: Well, I mean, basically, Shaw has been letting Jason play what he thinks is going to be his his plan, right? Mm-hmm. So you you've been saying you can do this. You can turn her on our side. So Make let's it see happen. it. Yeah, this is your shot. Let's see it. And on the dance floor, pardon me, may I cut in? And immediately, she's brought back. That's yeah. Jason Wingard. This is a lot like what happened the night Gene and I first met Dazzler. He moved in, said hello, and then the next instant, he and Gene were kissing like long-lost lovers.
1: Uh-oh, because they are in her mind.
0: Yeah. Gene's told him about the time slips, and he's remembering this and, and trying to figure out like what's going on what's
1: happening how is this happening
0: gene's leaving with wingard Uh-oh. and as S- scott chases them he turns around and we see that's the face of the shadows
1: i don't understand that's
0: mastermind's real face
1: <sighs> okay <laughs> <laughs> you're so mad i just why why does he have a different face so he just uses his mind powers to make himself look like yeah chop man
0: yeah that's exactly what it is he's just Actually, he's he's just projecting the image of this other face and this other garb. He's even not even wearing the costume that he's supposedly wearing. Like he's wearing his just brown sack outfit.
1: All right, there he is in his true form for just a hot second.
0: As Jean now is transformed into the Black Queen outfit and takes down Scott, Colossus and Storm react.
1: Oh, man.
0: They go to chase after him. Enter Sebastian Shaw.
1: Okay, Sebastian Shaw. What's up with your outfit, man? But okay, you're here.
0: Yeah, you know, he's just, he's he's just like flexing a, his he's power. Like,
1: it's like he's kind of doing like ninja vibes, but he also is still wearing like high white Victorian socks.
0: With a bow in his ponytail?
1: With a bow in his ponytail. He's so just giving me mixed messages, that's all.
0: <laughs> the way that he takes the brunt force of Colossus's punch... And then returns it.
1: Because he can absorb power. Right. Oh, that's not good, Colossus.
0: He's easily taking down Colossus. As Storm's freaking out, she's got to get out of here.
1: She can't be here.
0: Nightcrawler and Wolverine make it up through the floor. But they're met by Donald Pierce. Uh-oh. Wolverine slashes at an arm. Cripes, you're a flaming robot. Uh-oh. Not quite, Wolverine. Donald Pierce is a cyborg.
1: Part robot. Part Human.
0: Harry and Leland then, interrupts Wolverine's retaliation, manipulating his density. That's his gift. Oh. This is the the fourth guy that was mentioned.
1: Yes, I just like, he's just kind like, of like, and Harry is here too.
0: Yeah. Dear boy, you X-Men are not the only mutants in the world skilled in the use of their special unique abilities. My own talent involves mass. Simply by concentrating, I can increase the mass of objects and people around me. Uh-oh. He breaks through the floor.
1: You're going to go down, 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 because you're going to weigh a lot. So you're going to the center of the earth, my friend. He
0: drops all the way down to the sewers. Storm is trying to meet up with the rest of the team, but she's intercepted by Shaw.
1: Uh-oh. Grabs her foot.
0: He kicks the crap out of her.
1: This is an and, outrage.
0: And look at it. it just.
1: No, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> Flip the page. Can't see this nonsense.
0: And they're celebrating their victory. Look at Jean. Perhaps the Hellfire Club should set its sights higher. Today, the X-Men. Tomorrow, the Avengers. I wonder, dare I match my power against that of Iron Man or Thor?
1: Tut, tut, tut. They're not as powerful as the X-Men. You silly, munch-up man.
0: Now, there's interesting, a deeper play as Shaw is recognizing Wingard's power over Jean Grey and how this might rival his position as the leader of the club. He's worried that Wingard is going to try to take his position.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Shaw... Always looking out for number one.
0: The club celebrates their black queen. Long may she reign.
1: Long may she reign. There it is. As
0: for our captured mutants, by the time we've finished with them, the X Men may well wish they've perished with Wolverine. But he's not dead. He's not dead. I'm not dead, bub. That classic Wolverine sewer shot that we saw in the animated series. There okay, it is. suckers, you've taken your best shot. Now it's my turn. Ooh. Next issue, Wolverine alone, nuff said.
1: Nuff said.
0: But that's where we're going to stop.
1: Part one, done.
0: Cause So my thought with that is, at first I thought like, all right, if do I break it up with the Hellfire Club on one side and then like what happens after the Hellfire Club on the other side? But then if you were, if this was like the story of the Hellfire Club, and I'm, I'm thinking this out because I'm like, okay, what if like this was movies? Mm-hmm. If this was, if the Hellfire Club were our heroes or like they were our point of view and they just won basically. Yes. But you've got like this is the post-credit scene of Wolverine in the sewers and he's Coming like I'm going to come for ya. get you. Yeah. And so next next movie starts with Wolverine on a solo mission trying to take them down. I feel like that'd be a cool division of story.
1: Yes, I agree. What do you think of what do you like think of this arc stopping point? Um it's good. It's it's a lot, but it's definitely a slow progression of Gene... Jean- Losing connection with herself as Jean and letting the power of the Phoenix take over, but it's like subconscious; like she doesn't realize it's happening. So it's a nice buildup. You're getting these introductions of these other characters, which is cool, and more about the Hellfire Club. And right, the Hellfire Club is such an important piece of
0: the Phoenix's story, and it's yes, never clearly. ever referenced in it's any of the not adaptations. Part of it ever, right? Why? I don't know. Like, that's that's the thing that really unleashes the power of the phoenix. Yeah, because
1: I would have never known that. Right. You didn't
0: know when I said it. Nope. Are you excited that Emma and Kitty have both been introduced now? Yep. Did you have a favorite My part girls. or a favorite issue? Or?
1: Um, no. No. I don't have anything that's like, oh, yeah, that part. I mean, I think the, the slow build of what Jason Wingard is doing, like planting these seeds in Gene's mind over time to then slowly be able to take control of her. I think that's an interesting arc, and an interesting element, but there's not any like, I'm like, oh yeah, that one issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have a favorite issue of this part?
0: I feel like it's this one.
1: I mean, that one makes sense. This one is very action packed.
0: It just brings everything together, you know, and I would agree it's seeding a lot of things throughout these issues, but it's all so focused on this one story, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, the Phoenix Saga was all these other villains almost distracting you from the larger story building in the background with the Shi'ar and Ken mm-hmm. and the plots of Eric the Red. This, this is just entirely like the Hellfire Club pulling the strings. Emma's been defeated.
1: She'll be back. She'll be back, darling. Darling. She'll be back, darling. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the rest and I'm glad I finally know... How the heck the Dark Phoenix becomes a thing. Right? This
0: is so different from any of the it's movies. It's so different. Uh, like, just tell me about that. Like, uh, well, like, on- in the
1: movies, it just seems like... In the movies, it just makes Jean seem weak. Like she somehow comes in contact with this power of the Phoenix and she just can't handle it. And, it, the Fe- and that the Phoenix is this evil thing. And from the Phoenix saga and the start of the Dark Phoenix saga... It's really that Jean is learning to utilize and control these powers that she's actually way more powerful than she's depicted in the movies. she does know how to control it at first but then what it's seeming like is because she's also being manipulated by the Hellfire Club mm-hmm. she loses her sense of self which then allows the Phoenix to make like t- take over more of her consciousness or more of her like judgment, calls or more of her decision making ability and then because she's not because she's losing herself because of the hellfire club and what jason's doing to her then it spirals out of control into this thing that she can't control and she can't understand which is just a huge like i don't know the movies just make it seem like the phoenix itself the phoenix force is like this evil thing that like takes over gene's body
0: right Right. And, and really, it's a combination of the power of the Phoenix being too much. They even reference so like these, these barriers, right? So that, that panel from Moira before where there's these circuits in place keeping yeah. that power at bay. Jason Wingard has been undoing that as he burrows into her mind, unleashing the evil side of this power and manipulating her to do whatever he wants.
1: But I think the thing is, in this instance, you're getting a better understanding that the Phoenix power isn't necessarily an evil power. Right. It's just that it's not, from my understanding, it's like it's not a power that's meant to be controlled by another human or like another being. It's a power that controls the universe. And so like it it has its own accord. You know what I mean? And so like, it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just that it's not meant to be housed in the body of a person.
0: And then manipulated by another person. Right. right? So like it sought out Jean because of her power. But the fact that she's getting manipulated into thinking these other things and then being used against her own will. That's enraging not only her but also the, the, Phoenix, the Phoenix Force itself. Yeah. right?
1: Yeah. It's just it's very different.
0: Very different. So much more story. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you it, like if there was a Hellfire Club movie. I would just so be down for that. Right? And then and but it's it's like the 4th or 5th X-Men movie and it's about the manipulations of Jean Grey and you know
1: Listen. Get get in you, Marvel what's up? What's up Marvel? Kevin Feige, got a plan for you. Get it, get it, get it. Call us up.
0: Hey, do you know what I have over here?
1: No. Oh, the box. I saw this. The Hellfire Club box set.
0: Marvel Legends Hellfire Club box set. Do you recognize these folks?
1: Yes. This is Jean, the Black Queen. This is Sebastian Shaw, the Poopy Butthole. This is the fabulous, um, amazing, wondrous Emma Frost. And this is Donald Blondie Pierce.
0: Yep. It will open this Cyborg before. Cyborg Man Extreme. I've been holding on to this for, I don't know. But I think it makes sense for this. Many moons. Many moons. I got this initially when it was first announced. Maybe we'll open it before the next episode.
1: <laughs> why is Jason Wingard not in there? And also, why does it come with a Magneto helmet?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, Jason Wingard isn't in there because you know it's only four characters, and I think it's. Yeah, he definitely should be because he's kind of. I'm like, necessary shouldn't to...
1: he be ahead of Donald Pierce? Donald Pierce, Pierce? Yeah, probably. Shouldn't it be Shaw and Emma and Jason and Gene?
0: Yes. Like, come on. I think so. I, I think it's often based on what they think is going to sell otherwise. So I think you could include Donald Pierce and these three are going to carry the set, right? Nobody's like, oh, I need that Donald Pierce action figure. But Jason Wingard, mastermind as a figure himself, people want that. That's rude. That's not rude. It's business.
1: It's rude to me. I think it's rude.
0: Well, what's rude is that they put Jason Wingard in a five pack with a bunch of other people that... And he's not even in the right outfit. He's not even in the right outfit. Let's not
1: talk about that jacket. I was upset.
0: I was very upset.
1: But the Hellfire, this box set is really cool. I love that it has that little like sealed letter piece. I know.
0: I almost don't want to open it. It's just so pretty. But I'm definitely going to open it the next couple of days.
1: Yeah, we can just keep the box. Yeah. And then we can can set them up inside the box. Like a little diorama. All right. Until next time, old friend. Charles, where were you? Go back to space. Thanks so much for joining us today on the x wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends.
0: The x wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Kwan.